Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Welcome to the Back to the Holiday series. So exciting. I don't have no idea what day this is on. I have no idea what, what episodes I've done or haven't done yet because I'm pre-recording all these. So today's episode though, what I do know is it's going to be about having a plan, having a game plan, having a battle strategy, having a secret blueprint map that is individual to you for your holidays. And so here's usually what happens to the holidays. In the past, I would always go into it thinking, I'm just going to restrict the whole time. I'm going to try to save up as many calories. I'm going to eat as little as possible, even though there's going to be cookies and decadent food everywhere. And then hope to God that I'm just going to exercise a lot too, like in the meantime, while I'm home and, and like a gym's 30 minutes away because I live out in the boonies. My family is from the middle of nowhere. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work out as much as possible to the, at the gym that won't even be open half the time. I'm going to try to restrict all the time. <laughs> when there's food all around me and then hopefully I don't binge and purge and hopefully I don't gain a bunch of weight over the holidays and that is my goal and hopefully I'll have a good time that was always my plan that was always what I did first of all that's not a plan that's like trying to go to Mars with a uh with a make it home rocket it's like I hope this is gonna work or it's like going on a road trip and with a car that's 20 years old and not in good shape and like Let's go. That's like the worst plan in the world. It's the worst possible thing you can do to yourself. It's not going to work out. It's really going in knowing that you're going to lose. It's not going to work out. So this episode is going to be about making realistic plans for your holiday times. And I want you during this episode to actually list out everything that you're worried about, everything that you expect to happen during the holidays that you're worried about and come up with a plan for that. So uh, a common fear is the food. And I've already talked about it in one episode, like how to actually um, not restrict and how to handle the food, how to enjoy the food. But you know that there's going to be cookies around. You know that there's going to be your family around. You know that you maybe are going to have different meal times. How are you going to make a realistic plan that allows you to get your needs met, to actually eat, to actually not freak out, to not binge and purge? Like, what's going to come up and also listing out all your fears. Like what if your worst fear comes true? What if you don't get to eat all day? Or what if you end up having a meal or something that you weren't expecting? Like the meal times change, whatever your worst fear is, how would you deal with that if that came true? How would you handle that? Let's say you can't exercise. What are you going to do then? And the most realistic plan, the way to handle all of these situations, I would say is just prepare for what your brain is going to tell you. It's baffling to me that I spent years of my life waking up hoping that today my brain would be different, hoping that today I would think something else, hoping that I would just magically not have urges to binge and purge or I'd magically do this, when really I should have expected my brain to wait, to behave the way it always had where around two or three I would want to binge and purge after a long day of work being really tired and being overwhelmed and not managing my mind properly. I, of course, would want to binge and purge, but instead of expecting that and being realistic about it, instead of just being like, oh, this is what my brain does, my brain wants to binge and pur purge because that's what I've trained it to do, I would freak out. I would just like act like 
my brain was absurd and that I could never get away with it and the urges were going to take over and I was at, I had no power and all this crazy stuff. I'd just be a whole freak out drama fest and end with me eating as much food as possible and then being depressed. But what if you walked into the holidays knowing exactly what your brain was going to say? Knowing that when they set cookies out in front of you, the first thing your brain is going to think is, ooh, we could binge a lot of that. We could totally eat tons of those things or... Hmm, I'm gonna take one bite of that cookie and my brain is probably gonna want to have six more Like what if you actually prepared for your brain to do exactly what it's been doing for a long time? You actually realistically said when this happens my brain is gonna think these things How am I going to deal with those thoughts and how am I gonna deal with those feelings? Are you gonna resist them and pretend like they're not happening and hope to God they go away? Or are you going to actually stand up to them and think about what rational thoughts you can say in the moment that are convincing and that you actually believe to combat them? How are you going to handle the uncomfortable emotions that come with the holidays? How are you going to take care of you during this whole time? How are you going to spend time for yourself and actually take care of yourself? How are you going to set boundaries to yourself? These are all things you have to answer. You have to come up with a plan. This is how successful people run businesses. There's no way I could do what I'm doing now and uh, actually be mildly successful if I weren't scheduling my weeks, if I weren't writing out to-do lists, if I weren't planning things. So you planning for your mental game, you planning on how to mentally handle things, it's just what successful people do, what people that are more likely to succeed in this world will do. And so you planning for your mental turmoil that's about to happen, because it is, expect it. And don't, nothing's going wrong. When your brain is freaking out about you wanting to binge and purge, it's not because you're a freak, it's not because you're broken, it's because that's what you've trained your brain to do. Your brain's working exactly how it's supposed to work. You've programmed your brain to want to binge and purge, so now when you're just bored, it's what your brain does. So your brain's just functioning the way it's supposed to. Nothing's going wrong, and you can easily reprogram your brain, but it just takes some grit, effort, and feeling uncomfortable emotions and making plans and following through with it and trying and trying again and failing and trying. And a lot of you guys are like, well, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. First, I would challenge yourself to figure out and take some guesses because chances are you do know what's going to happen. You can make some pretty good educated guesses as to what's going to happen. And if you really don't know, think about last year. A lot of us have been struggling with bulimia for multiple years. If you haven't, this is like your first year in, think about realistically, just hypothesize all the things your brain is going to say. It'll probably say the normal things it says to you every day, but just with like a holiday twist. Like instead of wanting to binge and purge over the muffin that you said you'd only have half of, it's going to want to binge and purge on the cookies. It's going to want to eat six of the cookies. It'll be the same thing, just in a different light. But for those of you that have gone through the holidays struggling with bulimia, you know what happens. You know what happened last year. And so even if it's COVID and you're not seeing everyone, your brain is going to want to do things. Your brain's going to want to freak out about the cookies, the food, the no meal times. It's going to want to whine about those things. You know what your brain does. So start preparing for that. Actually make a plan for that. Actually think about what am I going to do? What am I realistically going to do? that will help during these times? How am I gonna deal with it? How am I gonna handle this a bit differently? What's gonna go on? This is gonna set you up for so much more success and drama-free holiday than you've ever had before. And I'd also recommend during this, during your plan, like write it down, actually journal about it. 
thinking it in your head is one thing, but actually communicating it on writing it down, you're much more likely to follow through. That's what they say about goals. That's why in school they always have you write down your goals for five years. Or um, a lot of times in businesses they have you write things down. It's so effective. And your brain, sometimes if you try to keep if you try to keep things all in your head, it's a jumbled mess up there. That's why the art of thinking and the art of communicating are completely different things. That's why it's so helpful to actually talk about things with someone because you can articulate your thoughts. You actually make, when you communicate to other people or you write things down, you are articulating and making, forming sentences of what you're actually thinking in your brain. You're actually taking your abstract thoughts and putting them into a clear, concise form. Because when you're thinking thoughts, it's all very like jumbled. It's like, I need to do this, blah, 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 blah. You're like just concepts and you don't actually formulate sentences in your head. It's just all these abstract concepts floating around in there and it's all jumbled and it's all crazy and you're thinking a million thoughts per second. Not a million, but you know what I mean. But when you actually write it down, your brain has to slow down. You have to actually write it each word and you formulate sentences and arguments for yourself. You formulate cohesive things that can be understood by other people and it can be understand, understood by you. And it makes the concepts much less abstract. And then you can put it into action items. It's not just an idea anymore. It's, it's a concise plan. And when you have it written down, you can refer to it. And I would recommend that you write these plans down every day. I write down my goals almost every day. Not perfect. Some days I forget to journal, and don't get me wrong. But I would say at least four to five days out of the week I journal. And two days out of the week I don't. And the journaling isn't this big meditative event. It's like five minutes of me writing down what I want to focus on and what I'm planning on doing that day. That's very important. And on top of the journaling, I also have a whole hour dedicated on Monday to planning out my week. You could have a whole hour dedicated to planning out the holidays and then just each day spending five minutes rewriting your general plan. But it's so helpful to have a plan and it's so helpful to expect your brain to behave the way it's always behaved and how you're going to handle it differently. Which brings me to the last part of the plan, which is you know what you've done before that hasn't worked. You have a whole list of data of things that you've tried and hasn't worked. If you tried to fast and restrict and you notice that you still binged, then you know that probably doesn't work. You could try it again, but doing the same thing over and over again and respecting or expecting different results is the definition of insanity. I don't know where that quote is from, but I've heard it many times before. Maybe it's by Albert Einstein, I'm not sure, but doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. So if you've been doing something for a long time, it's time to change that. It's time to try something new. If you've been trying to fast all the time for Christmas or you've just been going into Christmas hoping to dear God nothing's going to happen or just pretending to ignore food and it's not been working, it's trying time to try something different. I would recommend to try to feel your feelings and actually think about your thoughts and pause. And I teach people how to do that in my course. That's why it's successful. But you're going to have to determine what works best for you. You're going to have to try something. You're going to have to be willing to fail. But doing the same thing you've always done, it's not going to work. So how are you going to go into these holidays with a different perspective? And hopefully this holiday series has helped you a little bit with um, different things and it will continue to help you. But how are you going to maybe have more compassion for yourself this year? How are you going to be more intelligent with yourself this year? How are you going to be more patient? How are you going to actually meet your needs this year? All those things really important for coming up with a plan. I promise you that if you actually go with a plan, a much better, well thought out plan, 
than before, you're much more likely to succeed and you're much more likely to at the very least experience the holidays different than you did last year. Okay, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Hey, if you like this episode, you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com slash recovery dash course.